0: stepping up to the microphone and welcome. It's time now for The Legal Show, News Radio 570 WKBN. And uh, we are honored here, folks, and I mean honored to have some of the brilliant, uh, most brilliant legal minds in our community. And I mean that because the guys that are sitting here are diversified. Every Thursday night, 5 o'clock, we have a legal show, and it's been on for almost 30 years. Think of that, 30 years. We've been through a lot of lawyers and we finally got the cream of the crop uh, uh, to say the least. And Stepping up to microphone number one here tonight, with a little bit of a cold, incidentally, and a little bit of a cough, so we have him kind of cordoned off in our studio in a soundproof booth over there, is uh, from the Keystone State of Pennsylvania. It is one of the great Esquires, one of the great uh, Esquires that I must say that I've met in my lifetime, quite frankly. I just, every time I see him, every time I talk to him, I'm impressed with his uh, knowledge of the law and his passion for the law and his ability seriously. Hi, Ron. I, do you mind taking this barrier down between the two of us? Uh, normally, I wouldn't mind, but since you have a cold, it's then put, put it between Carl and I. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got to take that barrier down. You know, if, if I have to get a cold, I would love to get Moses's cold. But. Uh, Oh, I'll get closer to you, <laughs> Well, not that close. Uh, okay, but anyway, he is a great legal mind. Hi, Moses. How are you, sir? Hi, good,
1: good. I'm all okay.
0: Right. I'm all right. You all right. got a cold, but... Uh uh, it might even make your voice deeper. And so Moses, does lit- Moses is a litigator, and he deals with auto accidents, dog bites, uh, slip and falls. Uh, but but you've covered it all in your career in the law. I mean, you've done everything, in, basically, in law, right? Most everything, yes. Right, most everything. All right. So he's got a lot of experience, and Moses is licensed in Pennsylvania. For those of you that are listening in the Pennsylvania area, he can answer any of your legal questions Knowing the Pennsylvania system, which is really a backward system, folks. I mean, I just must say so, right? Uh, I I
1: have to agree with you to a certain extent. It is backward? To a certain extent. To a certain
0: extent, okay. We're we're
1: trying to improve ourselves. Are you really? Yes. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Every once in a while,
0: there's a bill passed that is. Makes sense to you? Yes. Yes. All right. And I've learned a lot, uh, folks. I'm going to just tell you this over uh, talking to Moses. Uh, over the years, quite frankly, malpractice cases are very difficult to win. The, uh, lawyers don't take frivolous ones because it costs a lot of time and, frankly, a lot of money uh, for a uh, medical malpractice case. Uh, juries are very sympathetic, usually, to doctors, so they're very difficult cases to win. And in a lot of cases, uh, they're, they don't settle them ahead of time. They take them to trial. Right, Moses? Yes. What you said is correct. Right. You know why? That's correct. I learned all that from you. Thank you. There you go. And now sitting at microphone number two, the man who I genuinely admire because he is, uh, you know, Moses, as much as I respect you, the law that I love the most is relationship law. In the in the breakdown of relationships, to watch these people who got married, who said "I do" to each other to, till death do us part, break up and divorce. There's nothing that intrigues me more than that. Nothing that uh, motivates me more than that. I agree, and and I've said to Mark numerous times he ought to
1: hire you as his his uh, assistant. Right.
0: to analyze these cases. uh, Right. I I think I should interview the client as they come in so Mark could have the full ambiance, if you will, of what happened in the marriage. You would have a
2: complete summation within 30 seconds. You would size that person up but and I would want to, to go on me.
0: for probably a couple hours probably. just to understand. Yes. <laughs> do you ever say to yourself, Attorney Mark DeVecchio, who, who I might also add, when it comes to, to family law is the best, and I mean wow, the best. The guy you. has the drive, the passion, the talents, all of those things to back it up. Do you ever say to yourself, seriously, when you see somebody that's been married, let's say, Mark, for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years, and they're getting a divorce, do you ever say, geez, why after all this time?
2: I mean, does it ever surprise you? After 10 years, I've actually had divorces where they've been married much longer. I mean, 10, 15 years, that's not unusual. There are, there are marriages that after 30 years, you know, when they're empty nesters and they've grown apart. And, you know, I, I don't know. Usually, though, can I say as
0: a rule of thumb, would this be safe to say, just as a rule of thumb, in most cases when people are getting divorced, it's because one of the, one of the two in a marriage got uh, a, a
2: boyfriend or a girlfriend in general. No, I wouldn't say. I, I don't think you could put any generalities on it. Uh, there's all kind of reasons. Everyone's Would different. that be the most prevalent reason, though? No, there's financial woes. There's sometimes substance abuse or... Things of that nature, that but those would be issues. more minor, I would think, wouldn't they? You know, like well, no, oh, no, the, those could be very, very, very major. But infidelities, yes, there's infidelities often I deal with absolutely. That's right,
0: and would that account for fifty or sixty percent of the divorces? Do you think? I, I would think that would be the cause, sixty plus percent
2: at least of divorces, infidelity. I never really thought about it to put a percentage on it, but I'd say yeah, maybe fifty percent. Really. Yeah. And
0: the other fifty percent are drug abuse and gambling and financial things are just And you know what?
2: Some people just grow apart. You were gonna say it, I'll finish it. Some people are just are different. Some people maybe get married for the wrong reasons. I've had people that come in and say she was pregnant. I wanted to do the right thing, and you know we were never really in love. She's a, a wonderful person, but I, we just can't stay married. I've heard. Well,
0: but after all the time and all those memories and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't. That's there's there's
2: a sadness to it. There's absolutely a sadness to it. Yeah, you're you're changing someone's life, and you're bringing an end to something that, when it started, was there was such hope. Hopefulness. You know, are are
0: most of people if their children involved worried most about the children or they? I know guys are most worried about how they're going to get taken financially. It's yes or no? I know guys. I know guys better than anybody knows guys. Believe me, as Trump would <laughs> say. And guys are guys are all worried about one thing. What's this going to cost them?
2: It's hard to say most guys or most women or no guys or no women or all the guys or all the women. It's it's tough to put a classifier on it you know i've had men come to me that say whatever my child support is that it is what it is hold that thought i want to come back with it it's really fascinating moses and devecchio
0: the legal show news radio 570 wdqn stay tuned Ronford. on news radio 570 wdqn let me give some numbers out then i want to get back to attorney mark devecchio uh, moses just uh, bear with me I find DiVecchio fascinating. Are you upset with that? You know... I find him fascinating. No, I, I think you ought to join him as his assistant. Well, and I, just, I, I but I'm serious when I say this to you. I find, I, I publicly will announce, I find Mark DeVecchio a fascinating human being. It's what I do that you find fascinating. Yes, and and your perspective on it in no. many cases. Let me give some phone numbers. And I want to get back to Mark seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven. If you have any legal questions, child support, divorce, custody issues. I love divorce questions. So if you guys are thinking of uh, uh, getting divorced or got issues because of divorce or child support issues, call me now. I got one of the best guys on the planet sitting right here. Oh, seven two I'm serious. Seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven. Moses is here. If you got any other legal problems, he's got the sniffles. But even with a cold, he's a far <laughs> he's superior still lawyer. Brilliant. He's still brilliant, even with a cold. You. Are you on any type of medication that I need to know no, about? No, I'm not on medication. Okay. No NyQuil or anything like that? No you're just okay. that sleeping normally speaking of NyQuil, uh, we could talk about ovis too i did a lot of ovi work all right so. just uh, 72999777299977 <laughs> so i want to get back to this the uh, at least 50 or 60%
2: it's
0: infidelity that are the reasons why they get divorced that's
2: true well you threw the 60% in i said about i said about half would be could be a fair assessment
0: then I don't understand the other half. I understand drug abuse, I understand gambling, and I understand I understand those things.
2: But everything else seems like it's insignificant. Well, for some people, you have to qualify it, because if you're unhappy, mm-hmm. and you're searching for Maybe it's for not, your not happiness. the other person's fault that you're right. unhappy. Right, no, and happiness I've had people...
0: from within.
2: Yes, and I've had people admit, it's it's not her, or it's not him, it's me they say i 've had occasions where they would come in i 'd have a client that's that genuinely liked their spouse, but they just couldn 't be married anymore for a plethora of reasons so you know I, i've i 've heard everything in my years of practice
0: is divorce still is it uh, i from my perspective the man always seems to be the one who gets uh financially devastated.
2: Well, we've had this conversation. Well, it, it, general, it's, the it, it's the breadwinner. It's the breadwinner that has the financial obligation. In some so, cases, that's the woman. Yeah, and in most cases, in the old traditional sense of the word, the man went out and had a career, and the woman stayed at home and, and took care of the children. But that is no longer the case. That That's changing. That situation is changing. Now you have a lot, mostly all of our, our two-income houses now, there may be a disparity in the income, you know. What, but most of them are, are, are two-income houses. You know what drives me crazy, <laughs> Moses, about
0: these guys? Well, the kids got to continue to enjoy the lifestyle that they had when they were married. And I said, no, the kids should be affected by the divorce just as a man is. And Everybody's lifestyle should
2: change and
0: not for the better, in
2: my Actually, opinion. Actually, that, that's in the statute. One of the things that the court considers is the lifestyle that you live during the term of the marriage. And they don't want the so, kids changing. Well, that's typically for uh, a spousal support. One of the considerations is the lifestyle. For child support, the only, the only thing the they guidelines. look at, yeah, that, that's the, the guidelines, and they look at uh, special needs or things of that nature.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, and, and don't take this the wrong way. I'm so glad my mom and dad never divorced. You have no idea. No, I no, mean I, I I mean I feel I folks uh, listen I realize there're there are plenty of reasons to get divorced believe me plenty of reasons but I feel sorry for kids while well, I got to go to my dad's house for Christmas and my mom's house and I never had to do that and thank uh, you know I'm
2: very thankful yeah. of that as well and that's why when I became a primary a, a, fi- a family law lawyer I make my clients if there's a chance that they could save their marriage, I ask them to do everything they can to save their marriage where children are involved. Mm-hmm. I would, I often refer them to counseling or to, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a, the family, uh, the priest or the, the pastor to, to go talk and find out if they could find some common ground for the benefit of the children. I really, I tell my clients I'd like them to earn their divorce. I never rush anyone to the courthouse. Right, not yeah. divorce.
0: Wait a minute. Here's Bill with a question. You're on with the attorneys. Hello there.
3: Hi, I'm Bill, 63 years old, in Pennsylvania. I've never been married.
4: Mm -hmm. I
3: can't stand the thought of doing it conventionally, but I'm interested in what financial payments can only be transferred to a surviving spouse. Some pensions can, and I believe Social Security can. I don't know what else can be transferred, only to a surviving spouse, because I was willing to marry for that reason. Yeah. Some, you know, 20-year-old girl who was willing to wait.
0: For you to die to get your uh, Social Security?
3: Well, for me to die, and then for my aunt to die, and then she could collect the rest of it.
0: Uh huh. Well, that sounds like a great motivation. All right. Uh, You're Uh, telling this fine attorney of mine, Carl Moses, one of the most brilliant legal minds in all all honesty, you're 63 and you want to try to get a younger chick. Is that what you're saying?
3: Somebody who can carry on the pension or social security payments for a long time.
0: Why do you want that?
3: Well, because they only would be transferred to a surviving spouse. Most Moses. other things can be transferred to anybody: yeah. stocks, bonds, property.
0: All right, this, uh, this is a weird question. Comment, Moses.
1: I'm not sure I have a good answer. Uh, I think you need to talk to an estate planning lawyer, somebody who specializes in that, or a psychiatrist. But, <laughs> but no. But as far I'm as not a,
3: crazy, this is very serious.
1: All right, but as far as a pension is concerned. Uh, Depending, I suppose, on what type of a pension, I think you can choose a beneficiary of the pension. I don't, uh, I'm not sure, Uh, I guess it depends on the pension as to whether you can, are you asking whether you can exclude your spouse, whether the spouse is the only one who can be the beneficiary, is that what you're asking? Yeah,
0: if he he dies,
2: yeah, if he would die, who could be the beneficiary? Usually it has to be a married spouse. Well, no, in some cases I think a child or even a parent could could qualify yeah. if they have enough years.
3: My parents are dead, and I have no children.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you ever been married? No. You but, should make arrangements to go see a ben- some type of a benefits planner, or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or an estate planner. I think a, a lawyer who's an estate planner would be the one to see, and and or a CPA, certified public accountant, who does okay. uh, who does uh, <coughs> estate planning, financial planning. Uh, I'm not an expert in that area, so I don't want to give an opinion on that. No,
0: I'm a little worried about your question because you're thinking about getting married simply so somebody can enjoy your pension when you keel over. And I think that isn't a good reason to get married.
3: Well, you yourself earlier, many people get married for the wrong reasons. I think this is a right reason.
0: All right. Thank you for your call. I think it's really a strange reason to get married. I have a traditional question, quite frankly, when any of my friends say, hey, I'm getting married, my first question is, well, when's she (laughs) do. So maybe that's me, yes. I I was going to add something to the domestic relations uh,
1: uh, discussion you were having with Mark. Even in an injury case, let's say there's a settlement or even a verdict by jury, the spouse of the injured person theoretically has a right to recover for what's called loss of consortium, which is loss of society, companionship, that type of thing. So <clears throat> if they're not getting along and they're separated, uh, that, that's a factor. Uh, and so there's a real question. So, for example, uh, in a settlement of a case, should there be a division or just one lump sum and let the parties divide it between themselves? Or should there be a division? And uh, if the husband is the one who's injured and he's settling with the insurance company and the insurance company is going to want to know, is this going to be payable to both of you or is there going to be a separate? And I had a trial once where the judge called me up to the bench and asked that same question. Do you want me to charge the jury that they just give one lump sum even though there's husband and wife sitting at council table with you or do you want them to divide it between the What was your and wife? answer? one lump sum because that's what they wanted that's the okay. Well and you know that's
2: interesting you should say that because if one of them were to file a divorce before the payout came and the wife tried to make a claim or the husband tried to make a claim for a portion of the personal injury settlement they're not entitled to it you're not, the spouse is not entitled to remuneration for the other spouse's pain and suffering in a personal injury case. So, if someone was contemplating a divorce, they would ask that the loss of consortium claim be divided from the pain One, and so suffering two, yeah. two, two Yes, Sorry. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Scott, you're on with the attorneys <laughs> Moses and DeVecchio, News Radio 570 WDKVN. Hello there.
4: How are you doing?
0: Good. Hi, Scott. Hi, uh, Scott.
4: Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Hang
0: on, hang on,
4: hang on. Uh,
0: okay, <laughs> congratulations. Go ahead.
4: I'm calling on behalf of my mom. Uh, she is. She's got a question. I told her, you know, hey, I listen to you guys every day. I'd be happy to call and try to find out some info. She is on Medicaid, Medicare, either one or both, and she will be receiving an inheritance from her father's estate. He is uh since passed away a few months ago and she's concerned about whether or not it will shut off from Medicare or Medicaid Hang and on a
0: second. This is important. She, Hang on. How old is your mother?
4: Uh say around sixty three, sixty four.
0: Okay, so she's not on she's probably on Medicaid, would you not say? Medicare you don't get till you're sixty five usually unless she's on social security disability. So she might be on just for clarify for these guys, she might be on Medicaid which would be income-based.
4: Yeah, and that's a strong possibility. I apologize for not checking ahead of time, but I think you're right. That's probably what she's on.
0: Yeah, and she's worried if she gets an inheritance that she might lose her Medicaid eligibility. Yes,
4: and her question is, she's wondering, she's told me, I don't want the inheritance. I'd rather leave it to my kids. Is there any way for me to say, I don't want the inheritance? That way it doesn't you know, reflect on her income.
2: Well, first of all, it depends on the amount of the inheritance. So, um and I don't know what the state amount is in Ohio because I think it differs from state to state, but <clears throat> typically an inheritance will be counted as income in the month that is received. So, if you get the inheritance and it puts you over the income level, you're not going to be eligible for Medicaid. Now, depending on so <coughs> as income for yeah, in Medicaid, oh. Depending on the amount. Now, you you may be able to create some kind of a trust I mean, maybe the inheritance could be held in trust for your children. Uh, she could be the grantor, although she would still have to claim the money. So, yeah, that's true. I don't know how it could pass from her if she's the sole beneficiary.
1: Well, one question is, <coughs> can she waive the right of inheritance?
2: I guess you could. I think there yeah, is a way the, of doing if that. If there are other beneficiaries, are there other relatives? Maybe if she waives it, it may uh, yeah, go to you anyway, Scott. two other relatives. And what is their relation to the deceased? Um, they would be the son and daughter. Your mother is the daughter? Yeah, my mother is the daughter. And she has a brother. sister is one of the
4: inheritors. Um, the brother is just passed away a few weeks after the father did, so they didn't even see that coming. But um, we were wondering if before the the estate is settled, could something be drawn up beforehand so it does not show that she has received anything by trying to waive those funds.
0: Different will couldn't you draw up
2: a different will and take her out? Yeah, of it? yeah. Well, you can't drop a different will if he's deceased. So right. um I, I, those are things that you would have to probably address through probate court. I'm I know sure, a guy that could do that even though she's deceased, yeah, but I've, I bet but you do. <laughs> don't you uh, don't
1: you have a lawyer? isn't there a lawyer on the in regard to the estate? Yeah,
5: yeah. She
4: is working with the attorney that's handling everything, and I believe I, I asked her about this, and she said that the attorney um, may have come back with an answer that, you know, like they couldn't do it. But, I, you know, I always go for a second opinion.
2: You know, depending on the she may be able to gift the money. If she gifts it, I, I, I don't know what the annual gift limit is. It's like 14000 or something. Yeah. So if it's under $14,000, she may be able to gift it to one of you. And and still qualify for Medicaid?
4: Okay. And uh, this is out of Pennsylvania okay. where this would be taking place, not Ohio. She's in Ohio, but this would all be handled uh, in PA.
1: Well, where does she live? What what uh, in, state?
4: Uh, Niles, Ohio. Well,
1: why is it out of Pennsylvania? Because the estate is in Pennsylvania, is that what you're correct. saying? But yeah, she correct. But she's receiving Medicaid while she's residing in Ohio. So the Ohio law in regard to the Medicaid is probably going to apply. Uh, the question maybe she ought to po- pose to the lawyer uh, who's representing her is whether she's able to waive the right of inheritance so it does not come to her. And and maybe there's a way of doing that. I've been out of that area for quite a while, so I think that's a question she ought to pose.
4: Okay, so you said uh, ask that question and possibly um, if – she
1: was able
2: to do a trust. Well, that's what Mark suggested. Well, yeah, uh, she. I mean, I would consider it, and I thought about maybe gifting it. But uh, you know, if you have Medicaid, they'll look at that. If they look at your, if what you give as a gift, so that she, may disqualify if her. If she well.
1: has, if she has control, and even if it's given to her as a trustee, if she has control, then it's still going to probably be considered as an asset or income. By Medicaid, but um, she's going to have to discuss that with the lawyer, and actually she may have to team up with somebody in Ohio to discuss the Ohio law with her, somebody who does uh, state
2: work. Do, in you, know, state do you know what the amount is? Is it over 20000
4: I have no idea
2: what the dollar figure is. Okay, so before you even get to these questions, you have to find out what the amount is, because it may make all of your questions irrelevant. So depending on the amount, you may not have a problem. And if it's over a certain amount, then that's a a good problem.
4: Okay. Uh, Well, that seems like a good place to start then.
2: Thank you, and good luck to you. Thanks, Scott.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Ray, you're on with the Attorney's News Radio 570 WQBN, 547. Hello, Raymond. Hello. Hello, Raymond.
5: Speed camera. I already got a speed camera Mm
0: -hmm. notification. And
5: before you say, just
0: pay it. No, I don't say that. You know, have you okay. listened to the program? So many people call me on a program, and I'm going to tell you what they said. I'm not encouraging you to do one thing or another. They, they they don't pay it. They then get calls from a collection agency saying, you know, it's instead of 100, it's 125 or it's 150. They say, screw it. I'm not paying you. Then they turn it to – so once you don't pay it, you get those notices that it goes up. And then a collection agency starts calling you. But after that, nothing else
2: happens. It doesn't even go on your credit report, these people told me. So they don't even bother with it. Plus, there's been a lot of litigation that's been going on throughout the state uh, about overturning those video cameras. And they're even making... They're asking that the state or the county reimburse some of the people that have paid tickets on those cameras uh, where there's been bugs in the system. So, uh, you know, you roll the dice.
5: What if... No, no, I, I... what if I can prove that there's an error on the notification?
0: What's the error? They
5: have a, the, the, the location of violation was on Interstate 80 at Shady Road, Liberty, and it wasn't. It was on Route 11 instead. I know it was because it happened on a Friday morning when I would normally be at work and I was headed to my doctor's office in Warren and See? would be on Route 11 and not 80, and the- there's a shadow off of my car. Shooting to the west, and if I was on eighty, the shadow would be—I mean, to the you know—would be off the back of my car, not the side of my car. So there's no doubt I was going up Route 11. It was 12 minutes before my appointment at my doctor's office. And,
0: and how fast were know, they I'm saying 18. you were going, sir? Well, 78. In a what was the speed limit? 65. Oh my God! I mean, oh okay, you were going 78. Oh,
5: yeah, but. It, this this there's a certificate here that the the officer certifies that that the foregoing on this is uh, true and correct, but it's not correct.
0: Yeah, well, so you're saying that technically the citation or it, the notification is correct, right? Right, and uh, I
5: would how would that go at a hearing? What do you
0: think?
2: Are you going to go, you know, you can go down to those hearings, right, Mark? I mean, you absolutely can go down to the hearings. And if you have a legitimate argument, typically it's been my experience when I've talked with people that have challenged these tickets, they go down there and the prosecutor on the case says, or the hearing officer says, well, we're going to make you an offer that you can't refuse. And they'll, they'll, Offer of like a five dollar fine. They'll reduce the fine to such an inconsequential amount that, by virtue of the fact that you went down there and you put the time in, they're going to kind of reward you, providing that you don't have a terrible traffic record. And you know they will make it so that it, you benefit by going down there. And if you have a legitimate challenge to it.
0: But are there court costs so, so no, that? No, I don't now? believe there are. No, and and because well, it's, it's you're not in a court. They're
2: going to say,
5: okay, I got to pay a seventy five dollar hearing fee instead of a hundred dollar yeah. fine. But but those are
2: a lot out. of the bugs that are coming out now. They're they're finding bugs in the system, and there there's going to be. I think you're going to see a lot of litigation over these cameras coming up in the near future. Yeah, they're
0: wrong. Yeah, but they're in all reality... Lying, that's all. You, uh, that, uh, and
2: that's the big argument. You're going almost
0: 80 miles an hour in a 65. I mean, let's see, that's almost 15 over. Well,
5: well, yeah, you, you know how to do math, Ron. That's wonderful. I do, I, and I, I did that, I, I I did that
0: without a calculator. Uh, seriously, <laughs> to be specific, you were probably uh, 13 over, but... Uh, I did it on my own. I didn't practice. even see you use your fingers. Right. So thank you for the thing. But I'm I'm just saying you were speeding and the good news is you don't get any points on that if you pay it. I mean
5: Yeah, but they've already gotten
0: me enough on these things. They got my wife and I on the same day. Really? Ooh, that's a bad oh, yeah. day. Are, are you are you yeah. are you thinking of not paying? Well you're gonna go to the the hearing on yours? I think I'm going to what the heck? I, you know I, what after I, you
2: go to the hearing call the show share share what happened with the listeners.
0: What do you uh, what will, what what's your wife going to do with
5: hers? Oh, we already paid those. There was no doubt. she was she was late to work on the afternoon of the same day they got me at work. The wonderful weather seal police on the on the uh, interstate 80 where Salt Springs Road goes over. He was there again this morning and I uh, I saluted him as I went by making sure I was doing 65
0: so yeah i mean uh, so she paid it oh
5: yeah
0: yeah i'm serious i get more and more calls from people who don't pay him at all they totally disregard him you know but uh, well you know but i understand your wife's a law-abiding citizen and she felt that she should pay it but we both
5: travel the highway all the time
0: and i just it's
5: i mean i'm wrong i'm wrong but if i can there's a way
0: out of it i'm gonna get out of it right right were you thinking of maybe divorcing her over this no, oh, no, no, no. She's too wonderful for that. I'm just saying because Mark does do divorces here. You know I
5: mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would do like Whatever that. I could to stay married. That's a She's that's great. Expensive.
0: That's a great attitude. From now on, when you call a broadcast, your new nickname, though, will be Leadfoot. Okay.
5: <laughs> wonderful.
1: All right. Thanks for your call. Sure. Getting, yes. getting back to the party who called in regard to the uh, Medicaid, uh, another suggestion would be that that person anonymous, anonymously contact the Medicaid caseworker or a caseworker of Medicaid and discuss, in relation to what Mark was saying, uh, how much money is involved in, how would it affect the Medicaid, uh, how much money would it take to take the person off Medicaid, etc cetera, etc cetera. i
0: understand his yeah. question in all, in, in all reality it's like a big inconvenience if it affects you and you're off of it for a short period of time then they get back on it i get yeah. well, i actually get what they're saying Or she would rather not have it you know and not to, or, if it's or under the circumstances they
1: may not may not even take her off if there are other factors involved in right. other words, there could be other factors. Yeah, if
2: she so, qualified for it to begin with, just because yeah. someone passed and she's going to get some money, if the, if it's not enough for her to live off of, yeah. I would imagine that they're going to treat her decently. I mean, you know. But I'm
0: not, I, I'm. A, you know, obviously I work, I have my benefits here, so I want you to know that's not a problem for the amount you want to give to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me neither. Well,
1: that's okay. Yeah. I understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounded like you weren't. You didn't mean it though to me, <laughs> uh, Janet. You're on the air with Moses and Devecchio.
6: Hi, guys. Hi, um, Jan- traffic hello. camera night. Just a real quick question. Um, our car is titled to my husband. Um, if if someone driving our car would get a traffic camera ticket, um, however, my husband's blind. Would taking him to the hearing? get them to
0: throw that out wait a second you there's a picture though of who's the per did you say car. your husband's blind, yeah, but she wouldn't be driving yeah. no
2: okay, but and the car is titled in his
0: name yes, yeah, but he doesn't drive does he well, no. Right. Well, I'm saying that because sometimes but, I see some of these drivers are listen, going crazy. The ticket will I come. I mean, yes. the ticket. I
6: some people shouldn't be driving, but no, my husband is, is legally blind, and he hasn't driven for years, but the car has been in his name, so we just left it. I mean, why pay all the transfer fees to put it in someone else's name? And, and if the I ticket mean, comes? I didn't know because I saw traffic tickets come, and the only thing they had on them was a picture of the license plate and that you could tell what kind of car it was. You couldn't tell. Who was, who was driving? driving?
2: The ticket will come in the title owner, in the, in the, in the vehicle's title owner's name, okay? The ticket will be ma- it to your husband. It is right. then his responsibility to, to bring forth a witness saying that he wasn't driving. Someone else was. Now, him being blind creates a, a very interesting argument. He could say he didn't know who had the car, right. and he wasn't in the car, and I right. would say that's a complete defense because they would have to show the picture. Oh, that's nonsense. Yeah, no, if, he, if, if a female's sorry, driving... But,
6: yeah, I mean, I, I just, I'm thinking hypothetically, no, I did not get a ticket. You, you, no, you, I wasn't speeding. Right. But, but here's what he I'm should do. Thinking.
0: Right, here's what he should do. Obviously, he wasn't driving. They'll give you a number. Right. He can call a number and have the ticket reassigned to the person who borrowed his car. Unless he said, I don't know who had my car that day. Then he's lying. Right. He would know, because it's probably this he lady. No,
6: He yeah. wouldn't always know.
0: Well, who else drives his car besides you?
6: Well, what if I loaned it to someone and he didn't know that?
0: Well, then he would say, who did you loan it to?
6: And what if I don't tell him?
0: Then there's a divorce pending. Would you
2: like that? <laughs> then the, I, I guess the There'd court... There'd
6: be no divorce pending. No, guess, I'm I... just saying, you know, everybody's in such a snit about the traffic cameras. And I'm just saying, you know, I just wonder right. because, we, like a... I said, we left our car in his name. You're a troublemaker. And...
0: That's what it is. You're a troublemaker.
6: I don't speed though. I know. If you speed and you you go past the traffic camera, you speed. Okay, get your ticket, pay it, and move on. Don't speed.
0: You know what? I think I would take him to court as a blind guy, and hear and I would do, use this. I would say to, to the court, "I'm legally blind. I didn't realize I was going that fast because I can't see the <laughs> speedometer." That would be my defense. And I want to hear what the judge would say when the when the judge looks and says, "But you were driving." Yeah, but I can't I'm, see. We're at the dam. <laughs>
6: I mean, will not you just crack up about that? Yes. We did, we did get a parking ticket once. Yeah. And it came in his name, and it was hysterical. I mean, he's like, I did not park the car. I did not drive the car. Right. And I just kind of. And the same thing goes when you go on the Pennsylvania Pike, when you go through that area that they say, well, we'll send you the amount you owe us. Yeah. It comes in his name, and he, you know, he just laughs. For right. the $1. eighty-five. we have to mail them, because he wants to kind of send right. a notice to them going, here's my picture with my cane. Thank I'm you. Blind. Thank you for your Find call.
0: Tom, you're on here. Quick question. What is it?
5: Uh, yeah. I was arrested uh last Friday. Anyways, they didn't read me my Miranda rights uh from the state of Ohio. Okay. Uh, so, uh this is obviously uh, Trumbull County. Um,
2: well, let me ask you. You were arrested. Did you make any kind of a confession? Did you make a statement? Did you do anything?
5: Uh, well, in the back of the police car, he asked me if I had any beer, and I said I had uh, some beers.
2: All right, if he didn't uh, read you your Miranda rights, then your admission is a, su- a suppressible issue. Thank you, in guys. Fast.
5: In less than 30 seconds, a small flame can become a big fire. Don't let your world go up in smoke. Have working smoke alarms and always stay in the kitchen when cooking at high temperatures. Learn more at usfa.fema.gov, because fire is everyone's fight.
3: You tune
0: up your car. Tune in and tune up your mind. Dan Rivers, weekday mornings at 8. Maintain your brain. News Radio 570, WKBN.
6: In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly?
2: After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well,
6: you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. <sighs>